Hi everyone, welcome back to Gaming the System. This is another bonus round. This week we are going to be doing uh, three feminist gamers discussing hair, the best nine hairstyles in gaming. Um, as part of, we're doing a lot of iconic looks at iconic characters and there's something about hair that you've got to get it right. You have to get it right if you want your character to fully uh, pop on the screen and in players' hearts and minds. So for number one, I would like to go to you, Alex. Okay, so my first pick would be Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn because it's just the, the nicest colour, red hair, and it's got all these plaits in it and all these like bits of jewellery and all sorts of things. It's very tribal, obviously, because the game is made up of tribes. Um, and it's just so cool and so big. And it's great, and I love it. And that is Aloy's hair. And the the I remember like the, the big deal of the physics of it. It mm, had like yes. however around uh, really well. However many know. polygons yes, that her hair it. is. I would imagine there's many, many polygons, but uh, yes, it's just really great hair. Watching it, watching it, it like bounce around, is very, is very satisfying. Very, very satisfying. Um, uh, Jim, what would your next one be? Oh, um, I'm just wondering who to start with first. Let's <laughs> um, let's go in with um, Bayonetta. Because <laughs> um, I've not played, I've not played this it's game. Such a fun and, choice. And I, I realized, I realized why I hadn't played played this game. I was talking to my husband about it earlier, and I said, "It's this game. It just makes me think of porn every time I hear about it or see it." So that's that's why I haven't played it. He he he, he had no idea which game I was talking about. But then when I found it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's why." But apparently, her hair is like actually her costume and I think like her outfit and I think like this is actually her hair like from her head not just coming out from her armpits or or whatever it is but I think it's like crazy hair I just I just you know as somebody who has quite long hair myself um I don't think it's a very practical thing to have your hair as your outfit it's not very comfortable and you know she's obviously quite acrobatic in her fighting so I feel like it might get in the way um and but I you know I think it's kind of fun that they've they've decided to incorporate her hair into her outfit in this way I think that's quite an intriguing intriguing thing looks like it's got a life of its own in this photo (laughs) it is catastrophically um sexist um game development because she's a sexy witch with sexy heels and sexy hair and sexy glasses and her hair is her clothes. And whenever she does a like big super move, all her clothes come off and she uses all <laughs> of her hair. <laughs> so it's if you if you look look at it and if, and think what would happen if they just took it to the nth degree with this sexualization, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what happens. Um yeah. so I'm, I, it's funny you um, you haven't played the game. It is it was a very cool game. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it, look, it does look cool. And and some people were saying she's she's a feminist icon, but I need to do some more research into how. <laughs> yeah, so we've made a strong woman. Yeah, she's also she beats ridiculously sexy as well. <laughs> no. So she's, oh, she's, she's fine. It's, 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 yeah, 
Yeah. Um, okay. There's no, oh, nothing more irritating than someone saying, we've created a strong female character, mm. and it's clearly bollocks and a, a waste of time. They haven't really done anything. Not, not like The Last of Us they've created. That's how you do it. Um, anyway, my choice first is going to be the guy I have been playing the most recently. It is from Hitman, Agent 47. Uh-huh. The haircut oh, that's of cheating. not having hair. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's just so simple and iconic. I love less is more. Um, design of things because sometimes less just is less just isn't very much but then you take someone like this and you take the bald head and you have the he has the um uh, the barcode on the back of his head just Aww. two there, there are two elements in it. it takes no effort to create just bald and barcode and you create one of the most iconic uh looks in gaming and i just oh i love i love that the simplicity of it and the the amount of um cojones to go we're making this game and we're gonna have just this bald character with a barcode on the back of his head because i imagine this is now you can't imagine it being any different but i imagine when they're making these games they think no it has to be all complicated and cool Mm -hmm. and complex Mm -hmm. But it takes real substance to go, no, this is as cool as it can be. And also, um, it's it, hair loss, especially in men, is, is quite a thing. And, and mm. you know, it's, it's, it's something that a lot of men struggle with and worry about. And society has this whole thing about it. So I think it's really good to, you know, I mean, many men lose their hair. So I think it's quite an interesting um Thing to go with a strong male character who has no hair you know i think there's there's definitely a positive a positive slant there on that it is that i hadn't, I hadn't thought of that because yeah mm. obviously the people the people make games they make games they want to play and make characters that they want to play as mm. so and men don't just go bald in their 40s and 50s plenty of men have receding hairlines the whole time and that's going to be if it's in your mind as a creator it's going to be something that um is going to bleed into the characters you create um alex i'll take you again please so my next choice is a hair that is has been famous for centuries um and it is the character of medusa from assassin's creed odyssey and as you may or may not know, if you've heard of Medusa, she's got snakes for her. Because, you know, why not? And uh, I just thought that was pretty cool. The representation of her in the game was pretty good. Um, it's quite an epic boss fight. I don't know if I met, I don't know. I don't think I included her in our boss fights during this round. I should have. It was a very good boss fight. Mm. And the music in that boss fight is also really cool. Um but I digress. Anyway, Snakes for Her is, you know, you can't think of anyone else but Medusa, so I would say it is pretty iconic as her goes and a pretty fun boss fight in 
Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I um I I played Assassin. The first time I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I don't think I was mm. really in the right mind frame for it because I wrote I wrote an article about it that was absolutely scathing and ruthless mm. and brutal. And part of it was was this boss fight, actually, because I I was I was pissed off that you. It was basically you. If you weren't, a, it doesn't matter how good you are. Mm. You should be able to go in, like with the Valkyrie in God of War. You yeah. can go in at the very start of the game, and if you're really good, you'll be able to carve your way through. But it felt like with this, it just goes, "Oh, you have to wait until you get to this level, and then you can do it." Mm. And that frustrated me. But I've changed. I've changed my mind about Odyssey. Yeah, um, well, that's good to know. It is. Yeah, it's 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 oh, yeah. I tend uh, to just for... play it like. I'll go into everything over-leveled anyway, so it's not yeah. so much of a problem because I, I do a lot of like side quests and collectibles just to boost my XP and things because that's how I like to play. So it takes me literally hundreds of hours, but it means that I'm usually over-leveled whenever I get to the actual main story. Um, and and Assassin's I the story I'm around, the same. <laughs> sorry, I was going to say, the story around um, Medusa within the mission itself is really cool because at first you think it's like these two women are in love with each other and one of them goes missing. And it turns out that the missing woman is in fact Medusa, but she's like transformed herself into a human and then re-transforms into Medusa when you come across her as a boss fight. And so there was this element of like a human relationship within it as well, which I thought was quite an interesting take. Um, I, my knowledge of Greek mythology is unfortunately failing me, so I can't tell you if that's actually part of the myth or not, but I'm sure it's, it's probably something similar. But it was good to see that included in there. I do like I do like them like bringing in bringing in the mytholo- mythology mythological element into the games. Mm, yeah, that is that is cool. Um, okay, uh, hairstyle number. four. Four or five? Two, I think it's five. Five, five, yeah. Number two, two from Gem. <laughs> <laughs> I can only count to three. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm going to go with, um, since we were talking about men's hair, I'm going to go with um, Dorian from um, Dragon Age Inquisition because of his his moustache, um, which I had, like, it's, I have uploaded it, it um, but um, it's, yeah, there he is. Um, now, I I don't think it's too bad on this image, but the, the other, I was playing a couple of nights ago and I was having a conversation with him and it was really close up and I was admiring how um, uh, realistic his skin looked. But mm. I was really, really frustrated by the fact that his moustache looked like it was painted on. And I just felt like they put all this effort into doing the skin and getting their eyes right and everything. And then they completely failed on his on his moustache, which is, um, you know, a, an impressive, impressive piece of facial hair, mm. I think. Um, but um, but yeah, so I wanted to include him as a sort of, I don't know, maybe a how not to do how yeah. to do it and how not to do it. I so. mean, it might just be painted on anyway. You don't know. Well, I Isn't did wonder it? that. I did wonder, like, yeah. is it intentionally like that? Because he 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 strikes me as the sort of person who may well paint his moustache on. You know, he's he's kind of got yeah. that kind of um, a personality. But I'm 
I don't know. And I did spend quite a lot of time like, looking at him and, <laughs> and checking different angles. So, yes, yeah, so I had to I had to share it today for facial hair. But I think mm-hmm. facial hair is an interesting one anyway. And I, I um, as I normally play female characters, I don't often get into the whole... Um, thing about you know like when you're when you're choosing your character and you're choosing Mm. hair and all of that um I don't know how often men get a lot of facial choices in there in that character in the male characters so I say men get you know women can play male characters too it's all about all about inclusivity here so yeah but um but yeah so Dorian's (laughs) moustache He is, he's got that sort of, uh, I, I don't know if this is only because I was watching a lot of Captain Jack Harkness videos yesterday. He's got that kind of, you know how Captain Jack is just, I'm Captain Jack. Hi. <laughs> yeah. He's got that same sort of like walk into any room and just look around and go, everyone's looking at me. I'm looking yeah. good. He has got an amazing jawline as well. I mean, actually, the rest of his face doesn't quite work for me, but his but his jawline <laughs> I, uh, is is like archetypal, mm. attractive male. Jawline. It's just like Agent Forty Seven is just yeah. just could <laughs> cut diamonds on his yeah. on his cheekbones. It could be painful. <laughs> he, he he would be fine. Um, okay, now for my second one. Uh, I'm going to choose uh, in the vein, which I believe is probably a predecessor to Aloy. It is a character called Nariko from uh, a game called Heavenly Sword, uh, which was on PS3, I think about 10 years ago now, and was a absolute stunning masterpiece, absolutely it it should have it should have been impossible to run on the PS3. It, I can't imagine how they managed to get this to work on anything other than a next generation console. Um, that long red hair is extraordinary. Um, the detail of everything, the way it moves, how it just flows around and makes us so distinctive and makes us stand out everywhere. Quite apart from the game itself being absolutely extraordinary in multiple ways. Um, there's also a fantastic performance from the actress she's called Anna Torv. Um, she was in Fringe. Have any of you, have you seen Fringe? Yeah, I have not. Oh, it's good. Brilliant. Yeah, definitely check it out. Really <laughs> high quality sci fi TV show. <laughs> and she played uh, her. And uh, there is the, is what I had that exact same thing as you said earlier, Gem, about looking at these characters you remember and you go, oh my God, is that what she was wearing? <laughs> And it's yeah. just this, this has got this massive sword and this skimpy, lacy, lacy thing on. And just Very like, practical. okay, yeah, whatever. Lots of range of movement. That must be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Moving on to the final three. Uh, Alex, what would be your next one? Okay, so my next one will not be a surprise to anyone that's watched any of our previous podcasts. And it is, of course, classic Lara Croft, because she is the inspiration for my hairstyle pretty much every day of primary school. <laughs> I would have it on that type of plait, um, and it would go right from the top of my head right down to my, well, middle of my back when it was at its longest. Um, but yeah, 
the plait hairstyle was uh, very much inspired by Lara Croft. And I think it was one of the first games which included um, hair longer than like the sort of shoulder length as you would have in a male protagonist, say, um, because they were able to actually render it um, in polygon form. And, it, and I think it was, in, I think in the original Tomb Raider, it was just a sort of bun. And then in Tomb Raider 2, they, they got the technology to be able to have a sort of wavy plait that blew in the wind behind her. And it was uh, one of my first best video game memories was just, seeing her hair blown around in the wind <laughs> uh, which is at the time probably pretty high-tech stuff so yeah that's why it makes the final entry for my top hairstyles in games i um i like just what to, back to what i was saying about 47 and the minimalism yeah. um and thinking back to like when you make a character like lara croft or craft bandicoot You've got such little available resources in the game itself. You can't make her like a Kratos. You can't make it like this incredible detail. You've got a tiny amount of room to make something really stand out. And so to make something like Lara Croft or Crash Bandicoot is even more of an achievement when when you can only make them so detailed. Uh, Jen, what's your next one? Okay, so I'm kind of doing two. I'm doing like one, which is like how not to do it. <laughs> the other <laughs> one is how, how to do it. So um, I'm I'm gonna um, talk about Rachel Foley from um, Resident Evil something or other. Can't remember which one she's from. Um, anyway, I just discovered this character because I haven't played this one, and. Um, and I was quite—I was a little bit horrified by the um, all of the, the the pictures that I saw of her because in most of them I haven't haven't shared that image. But she, in most of them, she's wearing a a, a, a an at her jumpsuit is kind of opened halfway across her chest, so you just get lots of cleavage, and it goes right down to her belly button, which I think is a mod. I don't think that was how it was originally designed in the game because it just seems crazy to me. And you know, Resident Evil isn't usually so so sexualized so i i I think that's just a mod but the fact that that was all i could find was pictures of her in that kind of says it doesn't really matter whether it was a mod or not that's how she is immortalized now but she's got this ridiculous hair that comes Mm. across her face and like she can't see anything it's no wonder that she ends up you know fighting for the dark side and whatever happens to her because she turns into a big bad scary monster in the end so you know i mean it's crazy and I think she was an, a good example for me of all of the women who have hair that might look amazing, like the red hair you just showed, Matt. You know, that did look awesome. It completely impractical if you're fighting, <laughs> you know, unless it actually is part of your outfit, <laughs> or if it's, you know, like a weapon or something. Even then, I just think, you know, it's like as somebody with longer hair, it just mostly gets in the way. And if I'm doing anything that needs my full attention, my hair goes up and out of my face because that's <laughs> that's how it is. So I bring you how I think you should do it, which is um, Cassandra from um, Dragon Age. And um, she is, she has really closely cropped hair. You know, she, she means business. It's always about what she, she's, she knows 
how to fight. She knows what she needs to do, and she's just going to get down down to it. And she hasn't got time. Hasn't got time to worry about blow drying her hair, styling it. Doesn't even have time to put it up in a ponytail. It's just she just ruffles it, and she's done. You know, and I, I just think, you know, it's just it's it's a practical haircut for the the role that she plays. And I think it's quite nice to see a character. I like Cassandra anyway. I mean, she's a little bit straight laced for me, but she's she is just such a cool character. And I think, you know, she just wears this hairstyle really well. She's still, you know, she's still very feminine, um, but she can also kick ass in it. So. So, yeah, there you go. That's my third one. I really like Cassandra. Um, she loved because she she hates you at the start. She thinks you're a piece of shit who just <laughs> who just killed everyone. Um, but then she sort of she softens, but in that way you can tell that she's very like like you say she's got that. Um, it doesn't take anything away from her femininity. She's still uh, clearly feminine. She doesn't mm. like try and divorce that from herself she has got that uh underneath this like leadership brusque demeanor um and i love when someone like that has their like their like uh caring normal side exposed because mm. uh, it's with um Var- is it varick's one of varick's mates or varick who writes uh, like this terrible smutty love stories you remember yeah. that? Yeah. And and she and she loves it and Varric just rips into her <laughs> for loving these for loving these smutty stories. I feel like I'm missing out quite a lot at the moment because I'm my party is Cassandra, uh Solas and um Cole. Um and there's a, a really good relationship between Solas and Cole, but um my husband played with Cassandra and Varric in the party and he said they had some amazing conversations. And obviously I'm missing out on all of those because I'm I'm not running with them. So I do feel a little bit like I'm missing out on their relationship because I think they do have quite a good but uh yeah. That's the beauty of multiple playthroughs. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, last one, number nine. Me uh, is from Senua's Sacrifice, the titular, char- the titular character, Senua. Because one, I just I remember thinking it looked cool, and then looking at, at it in detail, mm. it's actually even better than I thought it was. Because if you look, you're looking close. It's braided, which is cool on its own. She has got this, um, you can see the straps around the back. She's got this sort of headband to keep anything out of her eyes. And then uh, braided into um, the long ponytail, he's got this like blue and white bits of jewellery and strapping. And it's just very thick and dark and just really matches with everything else of the aesthetic in the game. Just tight and tense and i yeah just looking looking at how we're thinking of what i remember it and then looking at it again now it just looks looks really cool gem have you have you carried on playing that game i have i haven't picked it up for a while actually i got sidetracked so but i i really do need to um go back i think the problem was that i i, I realized that if you die 
well, I read somewhere that if you die too many times, then then they then you have then you have to start again, and that's just made me like super <laughs> scared. But I don't know if that's actually the case because then I I went online and people were saying, well, you know, like maybe I never. I never had to start again. So so I just got really scared because I don't have the time to put it to, to start again. But yeah, no, I do. And I'm just noticing looking at her um, her outfit here actually that the she's got it's a sort of um oh what's the word? Like a tartany style um mm, yeah. on the bodice, which is is quite modern. Um because of Obviously, you know that it's it's about is I think it's about a modern day person going into this kind of world. So I think that's no, quite it's an actually interesting a, it's, thing. It's, it's, it's one hundred percent picked in the I think the seven hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yeah is 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 she is she from then then you know from yeah those times okay. yeah so it's a contemporary story. It's not yeah. uh, anyone having gone back. Yeah, no, I think it's really interesting that she's got that kind of patterning on the on there, and her mm. hair is amazing. Has there been any? Um, was there any debate about um, cultural appropriation? Because she's got dreads. I know that's a whole, a whole another episode, but um, I, d- I haven't heard anything. But I just wondered whether anyone has uh, has commented on that. Well, I expect it's more in the vein of the uh, Vikings style of braiding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who knows? Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, that is our top nine hairstyles in games. Uh, thank you for watching or listening. Please do like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube and subscribe on Twitch. And uh, wherever you happen to be listening, uh, you can follow us on there. And please do drop a comment on Apple Podcasts if you can and give us a rating because uh, that helps more people find us. And that's why we want more eyes and ears uh, talking about feminism in gaming. So until next time, every Thursday at 7 p.m., we will see you then. Bye. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.